Thank you for tuning in to the Unknown Packers podcast. Before we begin, I want to let you know that the audio quality of this episode is not up to par with the standards set by the Unknown Packers production team. However, we want to stay committed to our listeners, so we're going to go ahead and release this episode to you anyway. Please stay tuned tomorrow as we will have a special episode coming your way. And then Thursday, the Unknown Packers production team gives you a preview of the Bears-Packers game. Go Pack Go. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Unknown Packers Podcast, and I am your host, Bryce Christensen, for Packers, the actual 53. Just a short port today, just a little one. Uh, I did some on-tap episodes of the initial 53, the mid-preseason 53, and then 53 on tap. So just going to do a short pour, going to go through who the actual 53-man roster is. I know that there's been a lot of information. You've been following the daily episodes. The daily episodes will stop after week one against the Bears Packers. We'll go down to about two, three episodes a week. Hope you've been enjoying the daily episodes. And... Let's go through the Packers' 53-man roster real quick that was announced Saturday, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Quarterbacks, Packers keep two. Aaron Rodgers, Tim Boyle, they released Sean Kaiser and Manny Wilkins. They were able to get Manny Wilkins on the practice squad. Moving to running back, Packers keep three. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Dexter Williams. They released Trey Carson and Keith Ford. Trey Carson on the practice squad. They keep one fullback, Danny Vitale. They released Tom Tommy Bohannon, and the waived injured Malcolm Johnson. Packers keep six wide receivers, Devonta Adams, Marcos Valdez-Scantling, Geronimo Allison, Trevor Davis, Jay Kumro, and Darius Shepard. Undrafted free, not even undrafted free agent, a guy that didn't get drafted, didn't even get selected during the undrafted free agent process, and came on, on as, as a tryout. Uh, and then the Packers released Tail Redding. Malik Taylor, Jamon Moore, and Alan Lazard. Jamon Moore being a fourth-round draft pick last year, they just released him. Didn't even bring him on the practice squad. Packers were able to bring back Alan Lazard and Malik Taylor. Uh, Alan Lazard, a surprise. I didn't think that he would sneak through the practice squad. So a lesson for me is trust my guns a little bit more. I, I, I think I made selections based on the fact that, oh, they wouldn't get picked up. Through, or that they wouldn't be able to sneak on the practice squad, or you have to keep this player because of draft capital. So that was a, a learning lesson for me. The Packers put Equinemius St. Brown on season-ending injured reserve. So instead of keeping seven and putting him on designate to return, which would allow him to come back and play week eight, they put him on IR. His season is done. So the second-year wide receiver uh, will have another year of development and rehab coming back from that high ankle sprain that was sustained in the Winnipeg a field fiasco with the Raiders and Packers. Move on to tight end, Jimmy Graham, Mercedes Lewis, Robert Tanyan, and Jay Sternberger. No surprises there. And the Packers released Farrell McEver and Evan Bayless, and they put Ellen ba Evan Bayless on the practice squad at O-line. The Packers keep nine. So uh, Brian Balaga, David Bakhtiari, Lane Taylor, Billy Turner, Corey Lindsley, Elton Jenkins, Lucas Patrick, Alex Light, and Cole Madison. Cole Madison was a guy that I thought that, that may be a practice squad guy, but clearly the Packers uh, think highly enough of him. Fifth-round draft pick from last year, took a year off, and now makes the 53-man roster of your Green Bay Packers. They release Anthony Coyle, Gerhard DeBeer, Dejan Allen, Yash Neiman, and Adam Pankey. And they were able to get Yash Neiman back on the practice squad. And Justin McCray, they were able to trade and swap seventh-round draft picks, I believe, with the Cleveland Browns. Moving on to the defensive side of the football, Packers keep six defensive linemen, Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry, Montrevious Adams, Tyler Lancaster, Kingsley Kiki, and Fatal Brown. 
uh, released were Dion Simmon, James Looney, and Olive Sagapolu. Uh, backflipping Samoan, uh, also a former Wisconsin Badger. They were able to get James Loney on the practice squad. Moving on to uh, outside linebacker, Packers keep fours. Darius Smith, Preston Smith, and Kyler Fackrell, and Rashawn Gary. Uh, they released James Fulton, Randy Ramsey, and Marcus Jones. They were able to get Ramsey Ram- Randy Ramsey on the practice squad and uh, traded Reggie Gilbert for a seventh-round pick. So two guys, Justin McCray and Reggie Gilbert, both undrafted free agents, and Gutekunst was able to flip them for seventh-round picks. And then on the PUP, Greg Roberts. Uh, inside linebacker, the Packers keep four. Blake Martinez, Oren Burks, James Crawford, and Ty Summers. I did not think that James Crawford uh, would be kept based on his inside linebacker play, but clearly the Packers uh, favor his special team's prowess, and that's probably why he made the team Packers are a little thin at inside linebacker, especially with Oren Burks not ready to play week one, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, but is also not on the IR or on the IR set to return. Uh, they released Brady Sheldon and were able to get him on the practice squad. Ferris State alum, a guy that had a few interceptions in pr- training camp and then also had a two-point uh, attempt interception in the Oakland Raiders-Green Bay Packers game in Winnipeg. They waived. Uh, injured Curtis Bolton, which was a surprise. I figured they'd want to develop him, maybe put him on the IR, but they outright waived him. At cornerback, you have seven with Jair Alexander, Kevin King, Tremont Williams, Josh Jackson, Tony Brown, Kadar Holman, and Shannon Sullivan. They released Nadar Rouse, uh, Jacquez Khalili, Jackson Porter, and Kabian Ento. They were able to get Kabian Ento on the practice squad, though. At safety, you have four with Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage, Raven Green, and Will Redman. And then they released Trey Matthews and Atrell Jamerson. PUP is Ibrahim Campbell. And then the three specialists, Mason Crosby, J.K. Scott, and Hunter Bradley. And they released uh, Sam Ficken. The initial roster consists of 25 players on offense, 25 players on defense, and three specialists. Only one undrafted rookie made the roster, and that's wide receiver Darius Shepard. At least one undrafted rookie has made the roster every year dating back to 2005. And like I said, Shepard originally came to Green Bay for a trial during rookie camp, and he's the first rookie trial participant to make the initial 53 since Jarrett Boykin in 2012. All told, 16 former college free agents currently are on the Packers 53. The Packers kept four tight ends for the second straight year and for the seventh time in the last 10 seasons dating back to 2020. Rookie linebacker Ty Summers, who's on the roster as a seventh-round draft pick from TCU, led the entire NFL in tackles over the four preseason games of 30. The Packers released 30 players, placed one on injured reserve and two on the physically unable to perform list. They waived injured two players and made two trades for draft picks to reduce their roster to 53. Keep in mind, it's not necessarily final. And throughout this, they have the waiver claim, which they are 12th, the highest they've been in roster reduction time since 2009. Also, players placed on injured reserve after this time are eligible to return during the season, missing minimum six weeks of practice, eight weeks of games. Once the waiver period expires, teams can begin establishing their 10-man practice squad, which has already occurred. And these are the 10 players. I mentioned a few of them throughout uh, me going through the 53-man roster, but general manager Brian Gutekunst announced on Sunday that the 10 practice squad players are tight end Evan Bayless, running back Trey Carson, cornerback Kabian Ento, wide receiver Alan Lazard, 
Defensive lineman James Looney, tackle Yash Nijman, linebacker Randy Ramsey, linebacker Brady Shelton, wide receiver Malik Taylor, and quarterback Manny Wilkins. Out of all of them, I think the three that really excite me are Brady Sheldon. Actually, I should say four. Randy Ramsey's in there too, but Brady Sheldon, Manny Wilkins, and Alan Lazard. Let's see what they can do if they get promoted uh, throughout the 16-game regular season of your Green Bay Packers. And let me go through my uh, take, my notes that I took right after the 53-man roster was, was announced. And I'm just going to go through. These are the notes that I jotted down as the 53-man roster was announced. Um, I believe I went 47 of 53, and I think I could have done better um, had I read a few more writers, but I just went solely on me. I, I put way too much emphasis on draft capital and would players get signed elsewhere, and I didn't focus on the overall 53 and what would best suit this team. I looked more at like the potential, and that's where I uh, was incorrect and probably could have gotten a few more a few more right. But anyway, uh, all things considered, I thought I did fairly well just going with my gut. Um, Packers keep two QBs. I kept three. I kept Tim Boyle, Kaiser, and Rogers, not in that order. And I, my thought process was that Kaiser would be snatched up and the draft capital investment would lean towards three QBs. I was wrong. And Gutekunst learning from his mistakes right off the bat last year, that was his first acquisition trading for Deshaun Kaiser and trading Demarius Randall and swapping fourth-round draft picks. Uh, after a year, a uh, year and a half, he cut ties. Uh, Gutekunst learning from his mistakes, I'll do the same. I uh, can't wait for next year's 53-man roster because I'll be uh, learning from my mistakes that I made during this process. Packers keep nine offensive linemen. I mentioned that the Packers could keep two QBs, and with that, fortifying the line with Madison. So I predicted that if the Packers keep two QBs, that they would then keep Madison but in my final 53, I had Madison off. Interesting that Madison takes a year off and had an okay camp, but gets a nod over Kaiser. Justin McCray was traded to the Browns, swapping seventh-round picks, and the Packers return on investment with Gilbert and McCray, two undrafted free agents. They yield two seventh-rounders out of that. So I had the Packers keep an eight, but I said that they could keep nine if the Packers do go with two QBs and Madison being there. So I was on the right track. Uh, Packers keep six wide receivers, uh, and they chose Darius Shepard over Alan Lazar. They were able to get Alan Lazar back on the practice squad. I thought the fumble was costly in the fourth preseason game for Darius Shepard, but it seems that Gutekunst and Lafleur covet Shep's skill set more than they did, did Lazard. Uh, Lazard had a monster camp, so that speaks volumes for what the Packers think of Shepard. Uh, St. Brown on the season-ending IR, and I speculate that, that this might happen. So the only thing that I had was I had Alan Lazard over Shepard, and I had Shepard making the practice squad. Uh, the Packers keep Fidal Brown and release James Looney. I had that. I did not have the Packers keeping Fidal Brown. So um, outside of like my two QBs, that was the one that I did not have. Um, I thought that the Packers would lean more heavily at safety, which I'll talk about. Uh, the other mistake I had was that the Packers would keep Crawford. I thought the Packers would keep more safety. So I had Redmond and Trey Matthews making it and Crawford being cut. Crawford is a beast in special teams, but was lost at inside linebacker. Got to think that he is... He made the team solely based on his special teams uh, prowess. And then the big surprise was Curtis Bolton being injury waived. Um, so that inside linebacker position, I didn't really have. Um, I had Bolton being put on the IR, not being waived. Packers keep seven cornerbacks. I had Sullivan making it all the way until this past Thursday. I gave the nod to Trey Matthews 
thinking that the deficiency at inside linebacker would be masked by having more hybrid safeties. Got to think the Packers make a move at inside linebacker, which they just traded for BJ Goodson, who was supposed to be cut by the New York Giants, uh, is now being traded to the Green Bay Packers. And then the Packers keep Mason Crosby, which I had predicted, but I also had the Packers keep him thicken. I know, not a popular take. I even admitted that it wasn't a popular take. Packers keeping Crosby and Sam Thicken, and rightfully so, but my logic was that the Packers would keep two and then cut one after the Bears' week one game. But as Zach Cruz points out for uh, Packers Wire, who cares? Who cares what the Bears do? And that was my biggest takeaway, is that who cares what other teams do? You need to focus on what the Packers need to do. And that's what I, I, I was worried about Kaiser, who got cut, got picked up by the Raiders, and then I was worried about the Bears picking up a kicker in Sam Thicken. But I was right on Crosby. So overall, um, outside of Thicken being on the team and Kaiser being on the team and Lazard, I also had Madison off. And then I had um, Sullivan and Trey, and James Crawford and Trey Matthews. So I had 47 out of 53. Could have been better. Um, just thought that Trey Matthews had a really great uh, week four game and again i think that the packers had already made a lot of their decisions leading up to week four but as i wrap up uh the packers actual 53 short pour the surprises for me were packers keeping two qbs cutting ties with kaiser um i thought the investment i thought the draft capital would sway the packers keeping three i was wrong another one surprise was darius shepherd's journey like i said a tryout um unbelievable journey i'm really excited for him i thought that that fumble would be costly i'm glad he has the opportunity to show uh the packer fan base as well as the green bay packers what he can provide for this team surprises Shannon sullivan and will redmond not a lot of people were talking about them at the beginning of training camp and they both had really great camps that solidified their position on this 53-man roster ty summers seventh round draft pick out of tcu uh led the preseason in tackles and then also had a pick six for like 50 60 yards and showed his wheels and jay kumaro's development i think a lot of people assumed that it would be neck and neck uh, right at the last day if kumaro was going to make the team and i think he solidified himself as probably the wide receiver four um and then also keeping sam thicken until saturday i think that speaks volumes for sam thicken and what he did during this battle throughout training camp uh he mentioned that Mason Crosby was the utmost professional. And um, I think it, it really showed that the Packers were considering Ficken possibly. And it made they made the decision up until the last second. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but Ficken being released until Saturday, right when cuts are being made, makes me think that he was definitely being considered possibly as a possible replacement for Crosby. Uh, disappointments, I got to say Deshaun Kaiser, I thought that he might be the backup QB. Uh, I thought that maybe the Packers keep three, um, but after a year and a half, he's released a lot of potential. just couldn't harness all that potential. And Jamon Moore, fourth-round draft pick out of Missouri last year, just being cut outright. And outside of that, not much really disappointments. I mean, I think the tackling is a concern, the Orm Burks injury. But I think going into the regular season, the biggest questions are quarterback, inside linebacker, and safety. Uh, safety being that you got Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage, two new faces, and then Raven Green being promoted essentially undrafted free agent last year out of James Madison and now being assumed uh, that inside linebacker safety hybrid role. But there you have it. The Packers actual 53, my take, the practice squad. Uh, hope you enjoyed this Packers 53 short pour. 
Uh, thank you so much for listening and following the Unknown Packers podcast. We, we appreciate the support. Go Pack Go. I am your host, Bryce Christensen, and this is the Unknown Packers podcast. Thank you so much for following the Unknown Packers podcast. Make sure that you're tuning in to TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Play, Stitcher, and a variety of other podcast platforms. Don't forget to say, hey, Alexa, play the Unknown Packers podcast. That's right. We're good friends with Alexa. Make sure you're checking out our website, theunknownpackers.com, as well as Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Reddit, the Unknown Packers Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm Bryce Christensen, and this is the Unknown Packers Podcast.